Monday afternoon, and I'm super excited to welcome back on the program fitness coach Nathan Solia. Nate, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? Hi, guys. How are you? It's great to yep. It's great to speak to you today. So, um, please do join us on the Facebook page. By the way, we're streaming this live. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three is the page to go to, and we're talking about something that Nate has a special expertise in. We're talking about corrective exercises. Nathan, I've got to apologize. You've you've come on the program for such a long time now, and we've never actually talked about corrective exercises. Yeah, that that really spun me out that we've never done that. I guess what I've probably done in the past is always hidden it in amongst the, the answers and the uh, the explanations for stuff. But corrective exercise is my, um, is my passion. You know, I've been doing corrective exercise for nearly 20 years now. So I, I, I'm, really, I'm really pumped to be able to give your um, listeners a, an, uh, an insight into what corrective exercise is. And, 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 you know, they may even know some of the stuff that they're already doing. It might already be known as biomechanics or it might be learned movement or technique. So there's a range of different words that many people have used in the past. Uh, or even um, another word is... Um, uh, is Did you say um, rehab or rehabilitation? Yeah, rehab. And there was another word that just... just I just had a brain fart. It was proprioception. Oh. That's the word. Appropriateception. Okay. Yeah, that's a fancy word. Proprioception basically is a fancy word for knowing um, where your, you know, where your spatial awareness is, or where you, where your body is, and in certain in certain positions. So, for example, <clears throat> appropriateception, uh, appropriateception movement is is knowing when you take your arm out to the side, it actually goes out to the side. It doesn't come out to a little bit of a skew to the front a little bit. Okay, or to the back, or even. Or, or even have you ever noticed, and I'm not sure if this goes for you, or, or but it definitely goes for me, is when I get photos taken, my head is slightly tilted to one side. I thought people did that so that they showed that it slimmed down their... The good side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now, it's, and now it's an ingrained automated thing for them. So, you know, they just normally turn yeah. to the right. You know? Show us your best side. Exactly. <clears throat> so, so... Corrective exercise is um, uh, is is a it, it's a bit of a buzzword right now, and what I've noticed a lot of people going through right now is uh, is is they're going through pain due to um, lifestyle issues and lifestyle uh, scenarios, like for example, sitting at your desk all day. So what that does is it crouches our, our posture forward. And now what corrective exercise is supposed to do, it's supposed to actually strengthen all the muscles at the back of your back because you're slouching forward, which have become weak, and also stretch all the muscles at the front of your chest so that way you actually can, first of all, get into that nice straight position when you're sitting at your desk, but also allow the muscles on your back to be be able to um, activate and squeeze as hard as they could because... You imagine if you are rounded and you are um, uh, and you're slouching at your desk, all the muscles in the front of your chest get really tight. And if you don't stretch those muscles on the front, then the muscles on the back can only contract so much through the tightness of that chest. So what you need to do is you need to stretch the muscles that are, are tight on the chest and then strengthen the muscles on the back through a you know through a complete um, range of motion. 
So you imagine your shoulder blades coming together and pinching in the middle. That is a strengthening exercise. If you did a stretch for your chest, a simple one would be, you know, putting your hand up against a wall, nice and straight around shoulder height, maybe a little higher, and then just leaning your lifting, lifting your, your other shoulder away from the wall. So you imagine, very good. So if you took your hand straight out from the shoulder, you leaned it against the wall, against your chest, and then you just gently peeled your chest, your opposite side, which your hand is against the wall, away from the wall, and you'll feel that stretch to your chest. So that's just one example of doing corrective exercise pe with people. Now, <clears throat> the thing with corrective exercise, you, it's not about, oh, I do it once, and then my posture's fixed. Consider that many of us have had this posture from a little, little uh, from a little child. So whether that was like sitting at your desk at the age of three to five because you're in kindergarten and then you sat at a desk the rest of your, you know, your, your schooling life. And then, of course, you go to university, which, of course, you do the same, very similar thing. But then you get a job, which it makes it even worse because, you know, we sit at a desk for eight to ten hours a day on a slump over position. Eventually, those muscles on the front get tight and the muscles on the back get weak. So it's really important to be able to, um, first of all, identify whether you are practicing poor posture. And then once you've identified, you know, you've, you've identified that you have poor posture or whatever that may be, is to establish what's tight and what's weak. Because if you stretch the muscles that are tight and you strengthen muscles that are weak, then that will start to balance it up. And we've had the dis <clears throat> and I know we've had the discussion about stretching. Stretching is only half of corrective exercise. Because once you've stretched it, you'll just generally go back to the same posture again because yeah. you the reason why those muscles are tight because there's muscles that are weak. So you have to bet you have to spend time strengthening the muscles that are weak so that way over time these muscles across your chest become balanced with the strength of the muscles on the back. So that way it acts as, here's a word for you, it becomes um, tensegris, which is, which is tensegrity. When muscles are squeezing at the right intensity, so that way we get, where we get relaxation. And so you know how people say, oh, I get really tight through my shoulders. Well, part of that reason is, is because we have muscle imbalances that pull us in different directions that make those muscles on our back try to pull it back. But if we practice that posture, if we practice those corrective exercise things, those muscles will start to relax, providing you're using the right muscles to strengthen that position that you're into. So that, that, that's, that's basic in a nutshell. Now then, of course, what you have is you've got people who have – um, a very rounded shoulders, a very arched lower back. <clears throat> and you've seen these before. You might even have them yourself where, you know, you, you have a very flat back or a very arched back. How do we correct this so that way, um, that way we can get what we call a neutral spine? And with our spine, we generally have, and this, is, this goes pretty much across the board, you have a certain amount of degrees up the top of your spine through the top half. And then you have a certain amount of grease through the middle half and a certain amount of grease down the bottom half. And if you're out of alignment or out of, you know, that, that degree is too much or too flat, 
that can cause pain. So, and, you know, and, and if that causes pain, then you need to be able to move out of that, that, that situation so that way you can get into what I call um, that, that, that tensegrity, that part where, you know, muscles are being used in balance so that way the muscles around that area that's tight start to relax. When there's muscle imbalance, is it almost too late to sometimes do those corrective? I mean, do people usually come to you when there's already pain and when there's already discomfort um, for the corrective exercises? Is that almost too late? Should we be focusing on better technique and sitting properly at our desk rather than waiting till it's so painful to then do the corrective exercises? Do you get clients yeah, who... See, that's a- yeah, yeah that, that's that's a really good. It, you know, is it too late to come and see me, or or you know, or can I do fix this myself? And the answer for both of those is is that you know it's not too late to come and see me, and if you really practice good posture and you're and and you know you know you 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 know how to sit up straight, you can actually address it yourself. But what many people tend to do, though, is they use crutches like, you know, these cushions behind people's lower back. Oh, yeah. Or, I've seen those, yeah. or the foam have cushions. Have you seen those ones on Instagram? It's like a the, little, um, it's like a like little, a little harness. Yeah, like a, yeah, a little harness. <clears throat> and you tighten it up and it pulls your shoulder blades back. I have that seen would those. Be a re- yeah, that would be a really good thing for people to be able to get for a short space of time. Because what that will start to do is, is it actually starts to reprogram you. This is what feels natural to you. Now, you've got to be careful with that, though, because the thing is, is like if you are using that as a crutch and to be able to use it all the time, like to address your bad posture and not address the muscles that are tight and they're weak, then all that's going to do is going to just it's just going to you're going to return back to your poor posture again as soon as you take it off. Pretty much like a, a corset. <laughs> yes. Right. So, you know, when the old days, when the women used to put the corsets on, they'd get this nice thin waist. But as soon as the corset came off, it blah, blah, right? So <clears throat> we've got to be very careful that, you know, we don't use these sort of tools as a way of, of, of propping up our posture so that way we can, you know, that way we can get around it. There's no way around it, really. I mean, you really need to work on corrective exercise to be able to get your posture right because if your posture is not right, when you're just standing, I guarantee you your posture is not going to be right while you're moving. And many people can get away with, you know, with running and, and with weights and, and so forth for a period of time. But what will eventually happen is, is like you'll get to a point where you'll lift it on the wrong angle or if it'll be a little bit too heavy. Yeah. Or, uh, or you know, if you run a little bit too far or if you're dehydrated, that's when the corrective exercise, the lack of corrective exercise starts to come apparent, you know, so you really need to work on what I call the inner unit. And the inner unit is all of the muscles that link from your head to your hips and all the muscles and all the muscles in between. So a simple one that you could do as we all talk about is the six pack. Now, the six pack is only one muscle of the core and we've got several. And just the basic ones, just for your listeners, because a lot of the listeners will probably know these muscles, maybe, maybe not, is that if you have, you imagine your, your spine is like a, um, a mast on a boat. Around each side, you've got these pieces of string that hang down from the you know, side of the, the boat to the front, to the bow and the stern. And so 
if you are if you are strengthening your abs, you imagine your one piece of string only strengthening. The other pieces of string, the other three pieces, are not being strengthened. So you need to make sure that you start to strengthen your obliques and you also strengthen your lower back. And that's where I really start for many, many people, especially with corrective exercise. Because let's face it, if you strengthen your lower back, you're going to sit up straight. If you strengthen your sides, you're going to start strengthening your spine. So that way you, you support your spine whenever you lift. So, you know, so corrective exercise is just, and, and you know, we've only got 20 minutes. <clears throat> so I, I don't, you know, we're not going to be able to cover this. And I'd love to be able to talk more into, you know, corrective exercise in relation to moving and to sport. But for today, just understand that corrective exercise is basically just making sure that the muscles that are tight, they're being, strength, uh, being stretched. The muscles that are weak, they need to be strengthened. So that way we get this balance. And once we get this balance, then we have this tensegrity and the pain starts to disappear. What about in terms of injury? Is corrective exercise also good for for injured uh, people as well so i mean we're just talking about everyday life where we're you know sat at a desk but what about people who actually have a physical injury or recovering from it is corrective exercise also uh, important for, for them yeah that's that's a really good question because <clears throat> i would assert that a lot of injuries not 100 percent, but a lot of injuries come down to people not having a strong inner unit, not very strong core, not very strong posture, which puts them in a place of, you know, slowly but surely wearing themselves down until that pain starts to come. So so injured people, and I'm assuming what you mean by injured is, is like someone's gone out and played sport and they've, they've blown a kneecap or something like that. So with pain, pain switches muscles off. So you've got to be able to switch them back on. And corrective exercise is all about switching muscles on that are not firing. So if you have an injury, definitely corrective exercise would be a great thing for you because I would assert a lot of the times people got injured was because they had bad biomechanics and they need to work on certain muscles to be able to strengthen them again. And then, then they can go back out to, you know, if that running was their their their, foot, their sport of, of, of love, then you know, then you need to strengthen the muscles that we know that are weak around there. With corrective exercise, it sounds like it's something that needs to be practiced a lot. It's not something like you said at the beginning, you do it once and then it's corrected. It's the kind of thing where you need to keep doing it. And a lot of times it comes so natural to us that we lean forward, we're hunched over a little bit, we slouch. How do we relearn and reprogram our minds uh, to, to to have a, you know, because if you look at children, um, children have very good posture. So somewhere down the line, we've sort of evolved to slouch. So how do we go back to the basics of, of, of having good posture? Well, for kids, first one for kids, I would definitely, you know, just make them aware that they're, you know, that they're, they're slouching and get them to sit up nice and tall. For adults, it's practice makes permanent. So it does come down to practice. <laughs> So, you know, that's the key. I mean, the, the, the key with a lot of stuff, it's not rocket science. You do need someone that's actually um, qualified to be able to give you that information and give you that feedback so that way you are doing, you know, you're, you're optimizing. Look, you, you could do some, a lot of the stuff on your own, but will you optimize the time that you will do it in? Definitely not because that's when you have a professional and an expert to be able to give you that information so that way, you know, you can cut corners and get there faster. 
but you can do it by yourself. And there's many, many videos on, on YouTube that you can also just type in corrective exercise. You can type in biomechanics. You'll get a lot of different things. And if it's specifically for something like, um, you know, rounded shoulders, you could type in kyphosis or rounded shoulders. And I'm sure that you'll get a lot of bunch of exercises that you can, you know, work on to be able to address that, that rounded shoulders. With corrective exercises, are you just singling out individual muscle groups, or are you working on a? Ser- are, you, are you supposed to be doing a series of corrective exercises? So you're not just working on the rounded shoulders. Maybe you're working on your back as well as your hips. Uh, it, is that how it? That's should right. Be? <clears throat> yeah. So that's a really good question because our body is all interlinked, right? So you know, if you're rounded shoulders, it won't be just your chest that's tight. It'll also be the muscles in the front of your neck that are tight. And if they're also tight, that will also start to strengthen the muscles in the back of the neck to keep your head straight ahead. So, you know, there's a wide range of different muscles. But back to your thing about is it isolating isolating muscles? Yes, you must isolate those weak muscles because there's a reason why those weak muscles are weak because dominant muscles that have been doing the job for you are super uber strong so you've got to isolate it so that way those muscles are being worked the weak muscles so the strong muscles don't take over and the other thing is is you've got to also operate within a certain load so if you operate within a certain load or intensity those muscles that are weak get tired yet the muscles that are strong don't start to take over like they always have done in the past but that's a clever thing about our body in a way that, you know, our body sort of compensates. So when if you do like we often give this as an example, you know, if our lower back hurts, maybe it's because we've got a weak, you know, weak glutes, for example. So, so our body compensates. So how do we identify? How do we know that those muscles are actually weak or inactive? Um, do, do you know what I mean? It, it's yes. not until we start yes. to experience pain, then we start thinking about the corrective exercises. Otherwise, normally we don't think to correct ourselves. No, correct, correct. And and generally the then generally, um, if people have a, a really curved lower back, their glutes are weak, and their hamstrings are weak. So if you know that you have a really curved lower back. You need to strengthen your glutes or your, your, your butt and your hamstrings. And a simple exercise is, is lying on your back and then you lift your bum up off the floor, driving through the heels of the feet. And I call it a glute bridge. That would be an easy one to be able to do, so to be able to activate your glutes. Now, the glute, the butt, has three muscles. So when you raise up off the floor, it activates the biggest one. It's called gluteus maximus. Perfect, isn't it? <laughs> And then you've got the ones on the side, which is a smaller muscle group called gluteus medius. And they operate where you lift your leg out to the side. Imagine lying on your side and lifting your leg, you know, like the old Jane Fonda days where you'd lift the leg up to the side. That is a glute med med exercise. And that would definitely strengthen the glute med. The other one is a glute min, glute minimus, where you lie on your side and you lift the leg that's on the floor and lift it up the front. So you're trying to get one of those, you know, the, the old ladies' exercises where they try and strengthen their inner thigh. That's that's the one that you want to do. Okay. So those, those are the three exercises that I'd recommend for people who, are, who have glute, glute issues. Do you find that people often go, if they're experiencing pain, maybe they'll go straight to a physiotherapy, uh, the physiotherapist or, or do physio rather than actually 
doing corrective exercises, which seems a more sort of straightforward and and more holistic way. Because if we are if because every day we need to be um, uh, exper- sitting at a desk, so we may as well learn the proper way to sit at the desk. But yeah, people- absolutely. And you know what? If 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 the world was a perfect place, we we know no one would be phys- visiting a physiotherapist, right? <laughs> We've so, got physiotherapists you know, that, listening too. Yeah. But they need a job too. But here's the thing. Here's here's a great thing. If you are seeing a physio, that's that's a perfect time because the physio usually gives you exercises that you should do. But there's a certain point in there where you need to start learning the right patterns to move. So. Getting a corrective exercise specialist allows you to be able to go seamlessly from a physiotherapist to a corrective exercise person to mainstream exercise again. So, you know, there's no, it's never too late. That's what I always say. In fact, if I was to say it was too late, I would say if you've had the pain for 10 years or more, chances are you've probably got it for the rest of your life. How here, now here's the thing, you can reduce that pain to getting as close to a zero as you can. But if you've had that pain for 10 years or more, the research says that, you know, you will have that pain, you know, for the rest of your life. How, you know, within the frequency of just saying 10 being excruciating pain, one being a little bit of a pain, you'll never get to a zero. So if you do have pain right now, it's been within 10 years, then definitely go and see someone to be, to, to do the corrective exercise with. Right. Uh, Nate, I know you also have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, remind our listeners how we can find out more about your YouTube channel or social media. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong, and you'll find a lot of corrective exercises on there. So if you go to there, then, um, then you know, click on some of those videos, even subscribe because I'm posting all the time. So there'll be lots of new, fresh content for you. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Nathan, and we'll chat to you again next week. Thank you very much indeed. My pleasure. Enjoy.